Hello, friends, and welcome to the Reclamation Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Colleen Johnson, and I'm here to guide us in raw conversations about thriving in life and work so that together we can step into personal agency and stop letting life happen to us. We'll cover topics like health, boundaries, communication, finances, and worthiness. That badass business you've been dreaming of, it's not so far off. The desire to wake up feeling fully alive, it's right around the corner. Hey everyone, welcome to this fun and unique episode of the Reclamation Podcast, as this is the launch episode of renaming the podcast from the Akigai Podcast to the Reclamation Podcast. Today is also unique in that I'm going to be sharing a bit of my story, and so I'm here by myself, and I hope to be doing some more of this in the future. Thus far, I've only done interview style, but I'd love to share a bit more of my heart with this new launch and this new structure for the podcast. So without babbling about too much, I'm just going to set the stage for you. So I'm sitting here in my office. Um, I've got my cup of coffee. It's 9.30 in the morning. I also have a cup of water. There's a little bit of snow outside. My dog is sleeping um, on the floor. And yeah, just to set the tone of where I am, I'm sitting here at my desk, and then I'd love to just go ahead and dive in. I am going to be reading from a written script of sorts, just kind of how I wrote down my story. So hopefully that won't come across as too monotone, and I'll try to add a little bit of playfulness to it as I go, but it'll just help me stay on track. So, (laughs) all right, here we go. My reclamation story, returning to the echoes of my soul. So this is not a timeline story. It's not a detailed life outline sharing who did what and how others hurt me. Because when it comes down to it, that's not what life is about. This is a narrative of the soul, of my soul returning to itself. I will be sharing a rough outline of my life starting through childhood and up until the past couple years, but I'm going to focus on what really mattered to me, how each moment brought me back to myself. So diving right in, as a child, I experienced a lot of confusing times. I don't remember a time when my parents really got along, but I do remember their ugly divorce, the confusion, the feelings of deep inner turmoil, and just knowing that something was not quite right. Unfortunately, my story is not that unique. It doesn't start out that unique. There are many of us that have experienced divorce and the various struggles that come along with that. Sometimes it can be pretty smooth, and other times, like mine, it can be pretty ugly. Through that season, from what I can remember around age 5 to age 12, I navigated numerous court appearances, mandated counseling sessions, visitations, both supervised and unsupervised, and I tried my best to support myself, my sister, and my mother. This was a difficult stage as every voice spoke a different truth. This is really where I started to learn that different perspectives cannot align. And looking back, this was also my first experience with gaslighting. My primary goals during this time were to keep myself together, speak up as needed, and to try to understand who to trust in that chaotic world. 
So then jumping into my high school years, they were a bit different, bringing with them a new stepdad, memories of the past clinging to me, trying to define what a healthy life looked like, yet still trying to establish, again, who I could trust. I would consider my young self as moderately self-aware. I thought a lot. I still think a lot. And I consciously tried my best to create safety and to build routines for myself. Sometimes to the extreme, you can ask my high school best friend or my younger sister or my older brother, and they would all be able to tell you I was a bit OCD with my organization and cleaning. I can still be that way, but I'm a little bit less so now. I felt safe within our church and within our local youth camp, so I made a lot of effort to spend as much time as possible in those safe spaces. But the real soul narrative was when I was alone. I felt a calling, a deep energy in my spirit. It reminded me of who I was inside. When I was alone, especially in nature, I felt this divine spirit inside of me reminding me that I was magical, I was beautiful, and the world is made for me. Throughout my whole life, I felt this. It was like my intuition, but at a deep core level, telling me that I could trust myself. I feel it as an internal validation whenever I find a mentor or coach who resonates with me with the right advice at the right time. I feel it as internal strength when a situation feels off and my soul is asking me to speak up. I feel it as internal peace when I'm in a space that I'm called to be in or doing what I'm designed to do. I feel it as internal harmony when I'm in nature and the earth is grounding me or the water is surrounding me. It's my inner magic. It's my core self. It's my returning. Jumping back into the story of my timeline or my outline, college was a unique space where I was healed and I was torn to bits at different times. I learned that life did not have to be as turbulent as I knew it to be. I also learned that old narratives and patterns can catch up with you if you don't address and heal them at a root level. My evolving self did not yet understand how to achieve that, and I continued in some unhealthy patterns that I would later recognize. I also discovered freedom in other spaces. I developed lasting relationships with good people that were truly substantial to me and who were on their own journey of living in alignment. Skipping ahead a bit, my journey continued with a season that I consider hibernation of sorts, where I was not really ready to dive into identifying or breaking patterns, and I just made efforts to fit in. I struggled with panic attacks before I eventually settled into a sort of comfortableness. This was kind of the season when it was right after college and I was engaged and then about the first year of my marriage. I kind of needed to understand what it meant to be in a safe space, to be in a safe relationship. And it started with panic attacks when I didn't believe that safety was possible. And eventually, like I said, settled into a sort of comfortableness. I feel like that was needed. It was something that my own growth story did need a little bit of space. It needed some hibernation before 
the transformation that came afterwards. I still pursued some of my own dreams during this time, and I grew as a small business owner, but I had not really released the old patterns or tapped into my magic at a root level. It was during this time that I developed a new business partnership that would change my life. See, the thing is, when you're living in a state of hibernation and comfort, that deep inner voice, that intuition, has a hard time being heard. Staying comfortable easily turns into people-pleasing so that comfort is not lost. This can seem to serve you for a while, but in my case, I did not recognize that my efforts to keep my comfort by people-pleasing was counterproductive to my achieving a healthy psyche. It was ultimately hurting me, not helping me. I started to wake from this hibernation when I felt feelings of discomfort in both my physical body and mental body when something was off. Feeling this sting often prompted me to speak up a little bit, only to be met with dismissive reasons why I was wrong, needed therapy, was less self-aware, or just needed to trust. It wasn't always this extreme. Sometimes it was just a circling back to ask if there was something else that was bothering me. But whatever the case, the response always pointed the problem back to me and my perceptions. There's so much more I could say here, but this is where I would like to pause and introduce more information about gaslighting and how my journey with coaching began. It was during this time that I did not realize what I was allowing to occur. It was a pattern of codependency and gaslighting where I was handing over my power to someone else. Gaslighting is a form of manipulation where an individual causes someone to begin questioning their own sanity. Because I grew up in such a polarizing atmosphere, I never fully grasped how to discern if someone was for or against me. Thus, when an individual would communicate negatively with me, yes, it felt off, but I discounted my own intuition based on the belief that they were for me. I gave validity to their words based on a false understanding of their intent. I accepted the premise that everything was my fault, that I needed to work harder, that I needed to be more creative, be more collaborative, etc. Occasionally, like I said before, I would stand up for myself when I would feel that discomfort inside. But when I was continually met with disapproval and rejection, I felt as though my standing up for myself was perpetuating the problem instead of helping to resolve it. Over time, this denial of self caused my body to express symptoms. It was like this dormant trauma from my childhood was awakened and my body could no longer live in this state of impotent accommodation. I became fatigued, fearful, lost my creativity, I developed cystic acne, and had a recurrent migraine that kept me bedridden unless I covered the pain heavily with medication just so I could go to work. After a few months of this, my husband found a well-qualified chiropractor, and she's actually on an earlier episode of the podcast, uh, Carly Brockman, so you can check her out, and she was able to support me in starting to notice 
I was in this state of constant fight or flight. She helped me decrease my inflammation, and she also worked with me on releasing some of the frustration and anger that I was carrying in my body, which led to an overall awakening, including reaching out to my coach. As I worked with my doctor, my spirit began to have enough space to speak again. I was brave enough to start speaking up more frequently and with a bit more clarity. Alongside my bravery, I felt the voice inside me begin to remind me of all the times that I had the support of a mentor and how that facilitated my growth. I began searching and discovered the wonder that is life coaching something I was completely unfamiliar with at the time. After a period of researching, I applied to work with my coach, and from the first session, it was like a light bulb went on inside of me. She guided me on a journey back to me. After hearing some of my story, she provided me with resources, shared her own story with me, and she opened my eyes to gaslighting. With her support, I learned to speak more clearly and with more confidence to trust my gut again, and to start setting healthy boundaries. The journey was not easy, and it even led to some important yet unhealthy people in my life leaving. It was not pretty. It was very messy. I felt alone, and it hurt. You see, people are fairly unwilling to give up power and control. When you begin to use your voice in a healthy, empowered way, and you initiate healthy boundaries with someone who has previously had dominion over you, it's not often well-received. When you stand up to someone to whom you previously handed over your authority, your confidence, and your voice, they tend to resist. They often rally and come back stronger and harder. They're inclined to hit you with everything in their arsenal in an effort to regain that power and dominion over you. Every secret, every sensitive subject, every sacred belief becomes a weapon in their battle to reclaim the clout, influence, and control they once held over you so easily. But, when I encountered the pushback, I pushed forward and I tapped in. I tapped into that inner voice, to the narrative of my spirit. I released those who were unhealthy and unable to hold my story. I chose my own path and allowed others to walk theirs, even if their path took them a different direction from me. I allowed my anger, because anger is actually a very good emotion when expressed in healthy ways. I did my best with what I had available to me because I'm only human and there are always variations of how to show up in more beneficial ways. I found new friendships and learned how to find those who are truly for me as I am for them because breaking patterns means walking down a new path. And now I continue that journey by supporting others on this journey of reclamation. Prior to working with a coach, I had never experienced that type and level of support, and it truly changed my life. I believe in this work. I will always be growing in this work, and I'm so passionate about supporting others so that you can stand in your unique power and your magic 
and reclaim your life. My inner voice has always called me. It's always been there, whispering to me, in nature, in the quiet. I just needed to listen. Your inner voice is calling. Are you listening? Okay, so that was a lot. (laughs) Hopefully I did not bore you with my reading. Like I said, I'm hoping in the future to do more of these short episodes where I can share what's on my heart and what I feel needs to be spoken out into the world. And I am just truly passionate about this reclamation work, about providing space so that each one of us can tap back into ourselves. One of the most important things and lessons that I learned throughout this whole process is that I am the authority on my life. I am the expert on my own life, just like you are the expert on your own life. And I do not need to um, explain my decisions. I do not need to um, validate my experience. My experience is mine and I can hold it. And if no one agrees with me, that's okay. And I think that that's a message that I'm just really pulling from this right now. Of course, there are so many other messages and you may be interpreting them differently. But one thing I just really want to speak out right now is that no matter where you're at, when you are making a decision to help support your own health and to help support you living the life that is right for you, you don't need the validation of others. You don't need to explain your decision to others. Your journey is your journey. And you are the expert on you. You know what feels good to you. You know what your intuition is saying. So wherever you're at, hear me out on that. Know that there are so many of us out there that love and support you. You just have to find us. Um, And that's something else that I realized when I I was on this journey is just I didn't realize that there were so many people out there that believed in healthy boundaries in such a passionate way. And now that I have kind of switched gears um, completely, it's amazing to me. A lot of my friends that I am closest with in this journey are digital, which is also a unique thing. Virtual friendships are amazing and super fun. I also believe in the power of local friends. I think that that's really important. But no matter what, when you start tapping back into yourself, you're going to find other people on this journey too. The more you speak your truth and the more you align your life to what you're passionate about, to what you value, you're going to find other people who value similar things. And I speak that from experience, not just not just speaking out empty words, but yeah. So, all right, I'm going to let this episode be short. I'm going to let it be what it is. 
these words are also written out as a blog post, this story. Um, so if you take in information better by reading, you can also access this on my blog. So you can get there um, at megscalling.com and the little outro will say that again. So <laughs> you can go ahead and do that. And then there's also some resources and articles on the blog post where you can watch some videos about gaslighting and what gaslighting is and then how to embrace detaching from others' opinions. And there's a couple of resources on that. So I'll let that be what it is. And I will be opening pretty soon one-on-one -on -one coaching opportunities. So if from this story you are inspired and you want to connect, know that I will be opening up one-on-one -on -one opportunities. But also if you want to share your story with me or just want to connect briefly, please shoot me an email at megan at megscolleen.com. So M-E-G-A-N at megscolleen, M-E-G-S-C-O-L-L-E-E-N.com. Um, and I would love to just chat with you. Of course, if it, if it gets too long, I'll have to direct you towards uh, coaching, but hearing stories is such a huge part of this work and you being able to speak your own story as you feel comfortable with that and as you feel confident in that. I'm just so all about that. So, all right. Thank you so much for being in this space with me and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week rest of the day if it's morning or a wonderful night if it's the evening so all right thank you so much thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the reclamation podcast i hope it served you on your own reclamation journey and know that i'm rooting for you all the way if you want to learn more about the show guests head to the website thereclamationpodcast.com and if you found value in the show five stars is always appreciated good things are coming for you Bye for now.